Welcome to Cortado O'Clock with Alex Stroll. A chance for you to meet your favorite creatives from the adventure photography world, leaving you inspired and confident to advance your photography. Join Alex for episode number four as he talks with Finn Beals. Finn is an award-winning travel, lifestyle, and commercial photographer based in the Black Mountains of Wales where he lives with his wife and two children. Attracted by his cinematic style and the narrative he weaves throughout his work, Finn shoots for a variety of global brands such as Apple, Tesla, and Omega. An early adopter of Instagram, he is well known on the platform and often works with brands using his social network to extend the reach and amplify messaging in a credible, relatable, and engaging manner. Alex sat down with Finn to discuss the ultimate photo storytelling workshop after wrapping filming on location in Portugal. I want to have a conversation with Finn, with you, mm-hmm. about the current state of photography and the industry. And it's a very large topic, so we won't have time to cover everything. But I want us to share our feel on where we're at right now and what's, you know, what's, what should be the long-term plan? Like, where do we see it going, the trend? And um, it's... I think it's important that we have this conversation because I mean, it's our industry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it is where we live and breathe. It's what makes our <clears> lives. <throat> so where do you think, I guess I can just begin with this question, is where do you think we're at right now in 2018? It can change every year, I think. But where mm-hmm. do you see us now? What do I see us now yeah. in terms of the world of photography? Yes. I think I think we're in a... a a state of flux. You mean in sort of end use or sort of like the commercial world of photography, like how we're... Just photography in general. Um, just the part that you feel the most connected to. Well, it's my job. So I'd say up until now, or the last few years, there's been a massive concentration on social. Mm-hmm. But I think there's a bit of... Industry-wide, a... yeah. Yeah, I think it, people have been... I think, I think a lot of agencies have been slow on the uptake in terms of coming into social. But I wonder whether there's a bit of a backlash in the sort of wider world in terms of like how advertising across social media is being received. Mm. Many uh, people seeing too many ads, bad ads? Or... I certainly think there's bad ads out there. Yeah, I, um, yes, I agree. <laughs> bad photography. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, from an industry perspective, though, I mean, it, it all makes sense. I mean, in back in the day, I would be employed by magazines to ship, yeah. right? But no one really buys magazines anymore. They're all look, looking at their phone. Yes. So that's become the, the new method of, of digesting. Well, you said it. That used to be the course for the photographer. It was stuck with a magazine. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're lucky, they'll pay you. Or they'll pay for your rolls of film yeah. <laughs> you know, back then. Yeah. And then, you know, you had to work 40, you had to be 40 almost to start getting the commercial jobs, you know. You had to have a few years in the industry to start getting the commercial jobs. You started with, you know, with the magazines and then you grew up into the commercial jobs. Yeah. Now we're seeing, you know, young people out of high school getting paid. Yeah. 
I think the barriers. Really big budgets. I think the barriers to entry to photography have collapsed entirely in terms of the equipment. So you can shoot a, a like a nice campaign now on something you can buy from your local store. Whereas in the past, yeah, you'd have to spend a lot of money and a lot of time and knowledge and experience learning how to Easy. shoot with film. It's going cheap. Yeah. 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 I think on the sort of agency client side of the fence, things are changing pretty radically too. And you're right in these, someone out of college can shoot a big campaign now, but for a huge brand, for a huge brand. But what's also interesting is traditionally the brand would communicate with someone like that through an agency, an advertising agency. But what I'm seeing increasingly is brand are coming direct to creator. Well, for their sort of vision, what they're going <laughs> It's cheaper, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they save agency costs. They can yeah. pay the creator whatever they think is right. The creator is young, doesn't know. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of what drives the rates down too. It's when the brands really try to... Yes, it does. And it can also drive quality down too sometimes, you know. But, uh, uh, you know, it's a whole sort of watch thing. Oh. Send lots of watches out to people and there's no direction, no creative direction as to what to watch people you know what i mean like yeah yeah oh the brand is uh 1l dillington yeah dw yeah what do you want to say back (laughs) (laughs) 1l dillington i mean it was very it's a very successful brand i believe it's worth a lot of money yeah Yeah, a lot of money now but it worked it did it did marketing point it worked but from photography point it it didn't really yeah i i just don't see any art there and I, i think that's kind of sad in that sense, you know, I think the agencies in some ways contribute to a better creative. In some ways, yeah. In some ways. Sometimes it also gets things get a little messy. Yes, it does. It's the downside of the agency. Yes, it does. But um, I don't know. I think it's all playing out at the moment. It's a really interesting time. It feels like a little bit wild west. No one quite knows. It's a bit of a jungle. Where it's, yeah. yeah. No one really knows where it's going. Everyone's trying to work it out but that's opportunities you know that's quite exciting in some ways it is good times that's a great really exciting times if if you don't adapt you're gonna die do you know that's my mantra really adapt or die i like that i use that it's quite brutal it's quite a brutal it's really the jungle jungle rules but it is though if if you're just complaining and talking about the past Mm. Mm. as difficult as it is it's the future now Mm. yeah if you yeah if you're not willing to try new things or just put yourself out there in ways that you haven't done before. Yeah. You just won't, yeah. won't survive this. <clears throat> but it always keeps interesting. That's, really that's, interesting. That's every day. <laughs> every day is interesting. It can be exhausting too. And like learning learning new techniques or... Oh, oh, yeah, all the time you know? it's keeping yourself up to date. But it, it's exciting times to study because I think people can kind of follow their passions now more. Yeah. Yeah. There, I think there's way more creative freelance people than it's ever been Oh, before. 100%. I mean, I... I to the internet. Uh, yeah, like when I was at college, I was studying like history. I didn't like, I, and I loved the arts, but I didn't really see, I'm old. I didn't really see, this is pre-internet. I didn't really see a a, a route for my like artistic creative side. Where, where was I going to end up? So I studied academic subjects. Um, but now with the internet, the creative feels like. It's important you said there's a path now. Oh, there wasn't well, a path yeah, before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was what, like, oh, well, I'm going to be an artist. Like, painter. Well, what, what, is, what does that mean? I'm going to sit in a dingy flat and paint pictures <laughs> and like try and sell them through an art gallery. It's 
you know, you, you can sell online, you can, there's so many different ways. There's, there's way clearer paths now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Computers have really standardized the power that somebody has. Yeah. Everybody's got the same tools now. Mm. The phone, computer, and then we can all go and do things. Mm -hmm. Mm. So what? So what makes us different, I guess, is what we make. Yeah. In a way, because we all have there's a leveling out of the tools. That's always, I'd say, that's always been the case in terms of success. Well, but, but you said that the gear was better before. Well, you, there was an entry level to gear. Now everybody's got the same gear. So yeah. The next step is making different work. Yeah. For me, it is being different. Not yeah. Better, differentiating. Different. Yeah. Yeah. But that you need to stay true to yourself. I think that's really, really key. You it's know, not being different for the sake of being different. Yeah, I, I'm not going to sort of alter my course just because it's got to feel right for me. Yes. Yeah. Will you back to integrity? Yeah. city. <laughs> yeah. Well, I feel like it's always like I'll try and incorporate new technologies. Maybe. Into maybe you. that's a good way of thinking about it. Yeah, new, new. Uh, I'm looking at like 360 cameras and things like that. How do you can you how can you play that yeah, into storytelling? That's quite a hard yeah. thing to do because it exposes everything. Yes, you know. So my whole approach with photography is to like vignette little moments, let the audience decide. So yes, like if you were going to start to incorporate 360, it's going to be tricky. But it's fun thinking about how to do that. But my core. Well, it's just staying open to new stuff instead of just yeah. pushing it to this, brushing it aside and being, yeah, it's not for me. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. 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 I agree. It's staying open. Yeah. The, well, I feel like there's the, it's good to have an end goal though. Like I feel like when people are beginning photography, there is a path, but there's no real long-term vision or end goal. Like we all look at, you know, where we will be in one year, but it's good to know an end in 10 year end, at least for me, is knowing that in 10 years, this is my end, What's roughly. End? Well, my end is make, having, just having done work that has mattered to yeah. a larger group of people. Yeah. So there's really a, a, a desire to share. Yeah. But at least having an end, uh, then you can have the means to that end, and often the means are the end. <laughs> it sounds a bit trippy, but let's say that Short term, your goal is to grow your Instagram audience, mm -hmm. right? So if you look at A plus B, it's like the more photos you post, the more you, odds you have of people seeing it. So that's your means to your it end. used to be the case. Used to be. It still is, I feel. Like the more you post, the more odds you have of being seen. Well, the more... You don't, you don't feel that? No, I think I think uh, algorithm is, is, oh, is not just about posting. It's all about engagement. It's all about, you know, commenting on other people's. Pictures, interacting. So you feel like the amount of work share doesn't matter anymore? Uh, no. Or at least if no. you go. No, I don't. I think it's engagement. I think I think they want you to interact, use their platform. But each time more you post more. a photo, you still get more visibility than if you didn't post it. Wait, is that the case now though? I think so. Because I'm getting messages saying, Oh, Alex has commented on so and so's post. I'm like, Oh really? has he? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Message. Well, no, like notifications. Really? Yeah. Or like, I've yeah. never seen that. Really? Mm. It's good. Maybe he has some special access. <laughs> Maybe I've never got any of that. I just no. But it's, I, I just think that just to, to the back to that that yeah. sort of idea theory is that if your end is is growing this audience, um, your mean is posting more photos per se. Let's say that was the case. Is the case? Is not the case? Um, it, the means is your end, but. 
you don't want to go and lower your quality just so you have more photos to post. You know what I mean? Yep. Lower your standards. Yeah. Because then you're shooting your, you're kind of screwing up your end because you've had sheer this low quality of work. Mm. And then at the end, people won't stick around for your goal. Does that make sense? Is that really, <laughs> you know, like if your end is getting this audience, your means is posting these photos. Yeah. Means I, is the end. So you should. I know what you're saying. I, I, I mean, I guess it's a very Instagram it's, it's centric approach. It's, yes. Um, it's just the example. I don't have Instagram at the center of my approach to my work. Um, and this maybe goes back to. We talked about that. that yeah. Way. Yeah. See, so we're talking about like shooting processes that might not fit on Instagram. I think actually having a website to back up your photography is like massive. So you can be pretty updated. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And more rounded in terms of like the type of work that I present there. I also have like a portfolio, printed portfolio, which is hugely book. important. Yes. I feel. Do you have a printed book? You should get a printed book. It's fun printing work. And, and people really respond to books. You were talking about Instagram. Yeah. Like not having Instagram as your end. No, no, it's a tool in the toolkit. It totally is. It's a very powerful, powerful tool. Yes. Hugely powerful. Um, but often when I'm like posting about a project on Instagram, I'll always tip it back to my website because that has more legacy based content on it. Instagram, you know, the life of an Instagram picture is very short. Sure. Yeah. So you, if I post about a project, I'll say, go check out my bio link, which will have a link to my full set of pictures. But then also on that website is all my past projects, my, you know, previous work or, yeah, and, and when I look at analytics, people have like started to like dig around on it, yeah. spend a little bit more time. Yeah. They want to see all that, that mm. you built. Mm. You spent a lot of time building that website. Well, yeah. It's you a, can tell that it's been a lot of effort. Yeah, my background's in web development. That's true, we haven't said that, but yes. Yeah. So I may have like an unfair advantage if you're not from a web development background, but Still, it, with Squarespace, it, you can really build something. Yeah, solid. it's essentially a tweet Squarespace template. It's but, not an ad, but no. hashtag ad. No, it's not an ad. I, see, I hate all that. You know, like that's a. You never know when somebody's going to throw that at you. Yeah, and yeah. You, I get it. And I'm like, that, that really actually pisses me off because like, I'm a photographer. You're following me on Instagram. I'm going to post work that I've been paid to do. How else am I paying my mortgage or feeding my kids? Yeah. You know, but <laughs> the fact that people are saying, oh, this isn't ad, you've been paid to post this. I'm like, no, I haven't. It's my job. It's my job. <laughs> yeah. It says you clearly am a photographer, commercial photographer. Completely, yeah. So I know that, that whole thing. I mean, it's a bit like, you know, if you were getting used to it, though. It's less and less, I feel like people. I don't know. Yeah. There's still but, so, some angry person, but usually it's. Yeah, but I've. Um, for like hearing there's more sort of regulation coming in that you have to enforcing this sort of oh, oh FCC you, yeah and well, it's different around. in the UK but it's just, oh. they're a bit slower to catch Some up GDPR that, thing it's definitely coming in but I'm like well if it applies to Instagram does that then apply to a James Bond movie where he's driving an Aston Martin or, <laughs> yeah it's just like because uh, they don't do anything like that in movies no nope. eh? and there's product placement all over those things it's big money huge yeah. money where is, where do you see your work in a couple of years, five years, 10 years? Where do I see it? Yeah, we're talking about long-term visions and ends. Uh, I'm just, I, I love what I do at the moment. I love exploring backstories behind brands and, and 
trying to incorporate their backstory into sort of current work. And I think if I can continue doing that, shoot more video, more video projects. Video increasing, yes. increasingly every every project that comes my way is like, oh. I agree, I'm the same. Can every project has to have film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but that's also a question that's coming in from clients. Like, can you make film? Can you make film? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and you always say yes. Yes. I mean, I have a rule, like even if you can't do something, just say yes and then work it out. It's like it's really smart. Jump in the deep end. That's how you learn. Learn on the job. Yeah. <laughs> it can be a little sometimes. But um It's pretty stressful. Yeah, but, but it's, it, a, it's a good driver. But is it important that as a photographer nowadays we should be expected to make film? Well, I think we use I mean, we said it, brands ask for it. They do ask for it, but I think it's maybe hard to think that you can shoot film in the same way that you shoot stills. I mean, I don't approach film in the same way as stills. It requires a lot more gear. It a requires more a lot more time, totally. And it requires more people yeah. if you can bring them in. You know, you're working with sound, you're working with like, moving images, lighting. Yeah. Um, well, then it's good for a photographer to at least partner with a filmmaker. That's what I... Yeah, but and so that's traditionally holding the camera. That is traditionally how it works. So you you transition from um, you know shooter to director, and then you have yeah. a DOP. So you have a, a, like a camera operator. Yeah, and it's that will make your life a lot easier if you. Yeah, because you're going to be shooting stills and videos. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, if you think about it as a as a still shooter, doing these sorts of projects, I'm working as a director. I'm working as a DOP, and I'm also working as an editor. And those are like in the film industry, three distinct different roles. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> many yeah. hats. Yeah, 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 many, many hats. The quality yeah. sometimes suffers when you're the quality yeah. of the stills, at least for me, suffer when I'm directing a film at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hard, so uh, hard. I think it's good to develop a relationship with the right DOP, so you have you don't have to sort of handhold them as much. Yeah, at least that's what I found is that having somebody I use often, mm -hmm. same, the same group of people. Mm -hmm. Looking at you, Julian. Then. <laughs> Using the same group of people, you don't have it. So then there's a good connection between you two, and then you don't have to yeah. handhold as much. You can do your... Oh, you can trust. Yeah, there's a lot of trust. You can, you, word, you, yeah. you can trust, trust them to get the shot, so you're not having to check everything. Um, yeah, and I think it's important to sort of stress these things to your client. If a job comes in, they say, oh, I can shoot films, like, not try and do everything. You're, yeah. You're, um, yeah, I, I got my... You don't want to... You don't want to break on set when you've got a <laughs> project. Yes, meltdown. No, Don't no. when I say jump in the deep end, you know. Yeah, not that far. Mm. There's limits, yes. Mm. So that's your, so your vision for the long term is more films, mm -hmm. more backstories on brands? Yeah, bringing, you know, as brand, as time goes past, brands are getting older and like Landra is a great example. They yes, have wonderful heritage. Wonderful heritage wonderful 70 years stories. this year. 70 years this year, yeah, exactly. But there's also a lot of other brands that have stories that oh, yeah, can relate to today and sort of reinforce the brand. And I love, I love that. And it, it plays into a lot of my work, a lot of my grading work, which will cover in the editing process, looking into the backstory, where the brands come from, and using that to inform the work that I'm making today. Yes, researching in the back end for the present. Yeah. Smart. Little question is, what would you say and I hear this a lot. You probably heard it before. What would you say to somebody 
who's just beginning photography, who's out of university, high school, mm -hmm. and wants to make a living out of photography. Oh. Yeah. Um, be prepared for a lot of work, uh -huh. a lot of a lot of energy, a lot of yes. work. If you, do you want practical steps or like oh, just... emotional support? <laughs> well, so there's there's both. Yeah, uh, but probably practical steps. Practical steps. Um, starting out, shoot everything and everyone. So volume, volume. Yeah, I mean, I started off shooting events. I started off shooting music gigs. I shot some weddings. Quickly got rid of that one because I didn't wedding. Couldn't do the wedding. I've never thing. tried a wedding. It's tough, man. Uh, it's tough. I really. I, I, this is no disservice to wedding photographers. I it's like, tough. I really admire you guys that can do it. The, the, the pressure. The pressure is massive. I'd rather huge have a, I'd rather have a client across me. Yeah, yeah, than yeah. I ride. I would. <laughs> I would yeah, it's, it's tough. I mean, it, but it, but it's great because there's always budget there. <laughs> there is always really budget. nice there to have wedding photography. Um, My night in is there. <laughs> yeah, but it's but it's actually a really good thing to shoot in terms of storytelling or like crafting. You know, you've got really you've got your yeah. characters, you've got your location, you've got an event. People are looking going. good. Yeah, yeah. So totally do it. Um, it just wasn't for me. One of my best friends is like an ace wedding photographer. What's Seth, his name? He's called Seth Carnell. Check him out. He's he's awesome. Based in Amsterdam. Super super good work. Amazing work. Love it. Um, so yeah, shoot everything, everyone, and find your niche. Find what means something to you, because that will come across in the pictures that you make. If you are, if your heart isn't in the work, you can just see it. Yeah, you know? find your means. You need to. It's a, it's a it's a, a lifestyle occupation. This you are living this job. You know, it's not like, oh, I go to work, I do my eight-hour shift, then I come home. It's like you, you're constant and it's constantly developing 24 7. Developing yeah. 24 /7 you, you, yeah. There's no rest and that takes a lot of energy. So you've got to love it. You've got to love it. And you've got to love what you're producing. Otherwise, you just get jaded. And I think it's quite easy to get jaded in this industry. I mean, I, and I know a lot of photographers that yeah, burning out. fall out of the job through yeah, burning out rather than like not getting enough work. You know, I think it's a lot of work. There's even probably even more. There's work out there. Yeah, use for photography today, but it's it's becoming ever ever more demanding because clients want more and more from you. There's more more competition. Yeah, more platforms to put that work out on. You know, in, in the past, an ad campaign you might be, be, be asked to do like ten photos. Ten, ten <laughs> photos. That would be a big big shoot. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> But now it's like, yeah, and we want to put it on social, so we want to put it on yeah. this, we want to put it, we want a film to go alongside it. So it's more, yeah, more work, but more work, but you know. So to recap, mm. volume, should volume. Yeah, start, starting, right? Yeah. Yeah. Find what you love. It's a big one. Find what, what you means to you, at least. What, what, yeah. what has a meaning to you? Yeah. Build a good website. And put on that website work that you want to do. Yes, yeah, like portfolio. Really, really key. And it's I think it's really easy when you're starting out to just put loads of different yes. stylistic. So many angles of everything. Yeah. And I totally fell into that trap and the site felt really confusing. But I was like, well, I you know, I want to travel some more and I want to shoot more like lifestyle work. So that's what I'll put. You put on your my website. you chose your focus. Yeah, even though I might have been shooting like events and music gigs, I didn't really enjoy that work. 
It paid the bills. So why put it out there? So why put it out Yeah, because you get hired for what's on your website. Completely. Yeah. So I'd do those jobs, get paid for it, but I wouldn't promote it. I'd promote the work yeah. that I wanted to be commissioned Just for. Just like it's okay to do weddings if, if you need them to pay the bills. Yes. No disrespect to wedding photographers, but if you don't like weddings, but you need them to pay the bills, you don't have to put them on your site. No. You just have to do that. Or we'll make a separate wedding site. Yeah, different brand. Yep. Yeah. Yep, yeah, 100%. So, yeah. This is it. Is that it? I mean, it's a long topic, but I think that you've, you've summed it up well. Okay, thank you. I agree, the volume thing is big. Shooting yeah, lots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying stuff out. And I think the, the best way to find what you love or find stuff that means something to you is to try things. We find out by doing. Yeah. You don't sit around and be like, oh, I'm going to try baseball tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm sure I'm going to like it. You got to play baseball once and then be like, I love it or hate it. And yeah. then you move on. And you've got to think all of this is not wasted time. Even if you end up not shooting music gigs, it's all going to feed into your end result work because you're learning to use a camera and maybe really rapidly shifting lighting conditions yeah. or whatever. And it's that 10,000 hours Malcolm Gladwell quote, isn't it? You know, you, you need to do that time before you can. But this it gives you a good, it gets you paid and it gives you a good reason to con yeah, continue yeah. progressing. You're learning, you're learning all the time. I'm still learning now. Hey guys, it's Alex Stroll, and today I want to tell you about Strollworks, which is a company I've made to bring you the best in terms of photography education. So the concept was that you can learn photography from photographers you've heard before. So we make very actionable courses on a variety of topics like working with brands, editing, finding your style, storytelling, commercial shoots, and much more. So uh, if you're keen and interested, we would like to meet you. So uh, enroll today at Stroll.Works.